0: Welcome to the Do For A Win podcast. We're going to talk about uh, the gambling industry, gambling in general, and mainly focus on Atlantic City since we're over here on the East Coast. My name is Craig Stone. Uh, I live in New Jersey. With me is Kyle Askin. Uh, He is in Maryland. Um, So this is our first episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. We're going to talk about a little bit about our most recent trip to Atlantic City, uh, some of the latest news with Showboat and Revel. And a more macro view at some of the monthly revenues. So, Kyle, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, That was pretty enlightening. I don't know what I can uh, say to add on to that. It's Wednesday, June 5th, 2019, and this is episode 100 of Due for a Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined as always by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? A hundred. A black chip episode. Unbelievable. I can still remember when we did the green chip episode like it was yesterday. Yeah, it's really weird to go back and look at some old episode reports and think this was like 70 episodes ago. That doesn't seem right. Yeah, I mean I don't remember anything from that time other than calling episode twenty five, the green chip episode. Yeah, it's weird. Ooh, we're not gonna have another colored chip episode until five hundred. So, is that the pumpkins? <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a while. No, pumpkins a thousand. Man, come on. I don't. I never get those you. Even chips. gamble. Yeah. No. not Really. That's like purple is five hundred. Yeah, orange is a thousand. Yes. I have had a purple chocolate chip. chips are five thousand. I've had the purple chip at hard rock from the craps table i think that's the only time i've ever had a purple chip which is really tells you that i do not gamble and (laughs) i've never had a pumpkin well and yet here we are 100 episodes later (laughs) 100 episodes of talking about me not gambling well we're gonna we're gonna talk a bit more about episode 100 and what it means uh, a little later but before we do that do you want to tell us about what happened in the year 2000 other than the world ending bally's park place which is what we still call it uh became bally's atlantic city how does that make you feel triggered (laughs) (laughs) that was a microaggression against me (laughs) please refrain from doing that Uh, apparently it's not pc to say these things um (laughs) no i mean i guess i sort of use them interchangeably because i i talk about like i feel like we both do talk about park place (laughs) as the main bally's casino and then wild wild west as wild wild west Uh uh-huh Um, yeah whereas like bally's atlantic city is this all-encompassing thing of both of them there's nothing i could care less about than that uh so the other thing that i you might care about is ufc 28 was held at the taj mahal on november 17th the first ufc fight ever in atlantic city yeah i also don't really care about that that is like pre-zufa ufc it was before i was even remotely into mma so i don't have a whole lot to say about it i looked at the card before the uh the show and i was like "Ooh, that's a bad card (laughs) (laughs) randy couture man yeah man kevin randleman that's an i know one name on this entire list that's randy couture Uh, there was definitely some some big names matt hughes's twin brother fought on the card only ufc fight Mm, well you've lost me yeah so 1900 anything good happen you're supposed to save us on the 1900 stuff (laughs) So the Royal Palace Hotel was built at the very northern tip of Pacific Avenue, where the boardwalk curves around in towards Obsequen Inlet. Uh, the Royal Palace's heyday came in the 1920s, when amidst the atmosphere prohibition, it became a notable speakeasy, according to AtlanticCityExperience.org. dot org. Yeah, that's the library's website. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the other thing is that the city officially adopted segregation, and that's a big downer. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, though, that prior to 1900, the schools and beaches and everything else were not segregated, which is unique. Unfortunately, I'm not like as up on my New Jersey state history as I should be. But I know notable New Jersey uh, native. Well, he's actually not native, but notable New Jersey Politician Woodrow Wilson was governor at some point of the state of New Jersey, and he was also a notable racist, and (laughs) was the person who Washington D.C. was not segregated before he became president, and then he rammed that through. So, wow, interesting stuff. Segregated the entire federal government while he was president. Some seriously crappy stuff to talk about on episode one hundred. But so I'm, I'm not sure if he was in, you know, what he was doing in in New Jersey then. But I know he was governor before he was president. So. Yeah. uh, So if you're interested in this stuff, the history of of Atlantic City and in this aspect of it, there's a book called The North Side uh, by the same guy who wrote Boardwalk Empire that covers this in depth because there's a really interesting history of Atlantic City just relating to the fact that there are a bunch of African-American workers coming in and and finding jobs in these houses that housed people who came to the beach and it became a very large African-American community and Um, So this obviously is an important part of that, but uh, I recommend checking out that book. All right. So I guess on a more positive note than segregation. (laughs) Not hard to do. Uh, We're going to Atlantic City in eight days. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Well, nine nine days for you, I guess. From when we're recording. Yeah. Eight days for you. Spoilers. Uh, I'm, (laughs) I'm calling this our episode 100 victory lap trip. Yeah. I think that's worthwhile. Who knows? Maybe there will be an episode 101 before that. Maybe. Maybe not. possible. Who knows? So. We need to leave you in suspense and ourselves as well. We've already mentioned this, so when the heck are you getting there? Okay, so the first bit of news, which is news for you, I texted Taylor today, our friend of the podcast, Uh and I'm like, yo, dude, are you coming to Atlantic City with us? And he's like, yeah, everything sounds great. So me and Taylor are going to head up Thursday night. Awesome. uh, The 13th. And we'll be leaving on Saturday morning, the 15th. So how late on Thursday do you expect to get there? I would guess like 11. Okay, that's pretty late. Yeah. I'm going to probably be putting kids down before leaving. So. so the group meet up, two in the morning, mm-hmm. Friday, official Friday, Thursday night, really, at some craps table at resorts. I think that's the way to do it. Maybe. I won't be there. not be surprised. I hopefully I will be sleeping then. But <laughs> you're gonna do the, uh, the, the, with the the mark mark from you can bet on that. Just get in, I, go to bed. I, I think I'm gonna get in and go to bed. I think that's the plan. It's not gonna happen. There's, there's no hey, way. Hey man, I'm gonna kill my uh, daily average if I bet for like an hour when I get there. I think I'm gonna just hold back and and go to sleep. So so wait, are you booked somewhere? No. <laughs> so you're killing your daily average nowhere because you're yeah. sleeping on the boardwalk. I will probably book somewhere i have comps at i mean i think we talked about it for thursday and friday i have comps at every casino in atlantic city except for borgata or golden nugget but we will definitely be on the boardwalk because where are you staying when you get in on friday i am staying at the hard rock Mm -hmm. comped which was very Mm -hmm. surprising to me so my mailers say that i only get sunday through thursday Mm -hmm. and then when i logged into their not very useful website there was something very not clickable that said two free nights anytime it didn't say seven nights a week it just said anytime and i was like this probably just means sunday to thursday so i called up it was like 1 in the morning i saw this and i was like i can't wait until tomorrow to call so, <laughs> of course not so i called up and they were like sure yeah you're, you're comped and i'm excited because i love hard rock so uh, i'm interested to see yeah. what room i get and hopefully i continue to love it and so, I've, have you ever stayed in the uh the south tower north tower i can't remember which switch i think it's the north tower because the north tower would be the old the The north tower is the old tower right the north tower is the old tower that they totally redid that's where i've stayed every trip i believe i think the chairman tower is the, the is north of it atlantic city experts ladies and gentlemen yeah so i have not stayed in the in the chairman tower the tower i've stayed in is on the north side of the building certainly They might also, they might both be on the north side of the building. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Oh, well. (laughs) Good podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. We have not improved over 100 episodes. (laughs) We'll get better in the next 100, we promise. Uh, So anyways, yeah, I don't know where I'm staying. Um, In terms of within the hotel, it's just a room they didn't specify, so we'll find out when I get there. Um, I've liked my rooms in the tower, whichever tower it is. Yeah, given that you're staying in Hard Rock, I'm going to guess that taylor and i are going to stay in two out of the three of resorts hard rock and ocean so you're going to book two and and you'll each have your own room yeah why not is that the plan i mean yeah, you I could don't... stay in the same place and then or centralize. i can book a free room somewhere <laughs> <laughs> i mean not free you know twenty dollars or fee or whatever right so it's fine i mean the obvious so you have a comp room at ocean Hmm. i feel like you should book ocean and resorts so you get all three properties yeah Why would not i just book ocean and hard rock then or hard rock and oh yeah you sports? do it you get it hard rock yes you should do hard rock and ocean correct but resorts Greg, you know how i feel about resorts resorts is connected through the walkway yeah i think that's a huge merit i mean that if... walkway that is like 120 degrees when you walk through it that's and true. is like deeply unpleasant to be in but yeah <laughs> you're only in it for like 10 seconds yeah it's like 15 feet so what do you do are you even like have you even thought about it beyond just the fact that you have all these options available does taylor get a vote no (laughs) he will go where i put him and he will be happy about it awesome or he will pay for his own room (laughs) (laughs) sounds good Uh, i think uh if i had to guess i'm probably gonna book hard rock and i don't really want to gamble at ocean though (laughs) maybe i'll just book hard rock and resorts yes yeah, so the advantage of not booking ocean is that then like i don't you... have to go to ocean right I mean, are you going to feel obligated to gamble at both places prob- that you have rooms prob- probably i see i would burn one i would be like screw it Let's burn it would you would you say that every time and yet you're like i need to put like this five dollar bill in this machine so that they like me <laughs> yes because that's what makes them like you Five dollars right. in a 25 five cent video poker machine yes that, that pays 50 dollars per while you order or like 12 drinks during that time <laughs> because you pick the machine right next to the waitresses awesome that is what i like good old and caesars th- so what else about the trip taylor is coming confirmed taylor is coming we've discussed your booking options mm-hmm. is there anything that you have on the checklist i know you to have a checklist so what yes like. if nothing else over this time we've learned that i'm a man who keeps a strict schedule like that one guy who always posts a schedule when he goes to vegas <laughs> yeah color-coded and everything yes uh no i have i have nothing i'm well, gonna we, gamble and we, have fun we talked about revisiting the wings at picolili Piccadilly. picolili's great i will absolutely do that i think there are a couple of things on the orange loop that we need to hit tennessee avenue beer hall we haven't been to yet i would totally nope. be up up for dinner at Bore. i think that's Whatever. A, an option i can tell okay. you're very into all of this i still haven't gotten an ocean card but you know, if you're not going to stay at Ocean and gamble at Ocean, there's no reason for me to do my first gambling day. When I kind of wonder what there. Taylor would like. Taylor might like to stay at Ocean because it's nice. It's a good point. Would he? So maybe, hate maybe Hard Rock is that like totally not his vibe? Um, I mean, I think he would be fine with it, but I suspect Taylor would like Ocean better. I mean, everyone would like the room at Ocean better. That's just objective. I like Hard Rock though. I do like Hard Rock and a resorts. Lot. If you like gambling, go to resorts. I think, yeah, that sums it up basically perfectly. Like, if you are gonna be up until two AM playing blackjack and like craps and stuff, like they'll probably have ten dollar craps. They're gonna have like stand on soft seventeen blackjack, assuming that's still there. I haven't confirmed, but yeah, gonna run with that. You have a question? Are we gonna to go to the marine at all? Yeah, what do you think? I have one hundred dollar free play, at Borgata. You uh, know that that's worth it. It's like kind of a lot, right? It's a lot. Yeah, we should go. I th- think I have free play entirely surrounding the dates like 12th 13th 16th and i don't have the 14th or 15th it could be if it's the 13th maybe me and taylor will stop at borgata on the way in and gamble for a few hours there, and then we can that's fine not have to worry about the marina after that and i don't care about burning borgata because a i'm not staying there and b they don't count me anyway so it's a good point um so how should people find us to shower us with congratulations for our 100th episode when we're in Atlantic City Follow the do for a win Twitter. I'm sure once you get there, you'll start posting where we are. Yeah. Uh, no, no plan being uptime or anything like that. I think we're trying to bounce around a lot and, and see a bunch of stuff because we haven't been in too long. It's been like over six months, which is ridiculous. So uh, hopefully we fit in a ton of stuff. I'm excited about seeing some Tennessee Avenue beer hall stuff, but yeah, orange loop in general. I'm excited about going to pick Lily and not going to Irish pub. Oh, so I thought about it. So I'm probably going to leave much later than you on Saturday. Saturday. So what, you, think, you think you're just going to like eat breakfast? I'm going to leave at like 10 or 11. I'm going to eat breakfast and get out. Gilchrist? Yeah, we can do Gilchrist. Saturday Is that the morning. plan? I mean, there's other breakfast options, but... No, we can go to the, the uh, Gardner's Basin and do do Gilchrist. So one option... Oh, Gar- Gardner's Basin. I was going to say one option would be to go to the Tropicana one, and then I could spend a couple hours at Tropicana and then get lunch why, at... Why would you do that? Oh, at do-for-a-win sponsor, Chickies and Pete's? Chickies and Pete's, and then at home. Mm. But what I would rather do is come back and go to lunch at the Irish pub, and then go home. Right. <laughs> yes. Chick- Chickies and Pete's, the only restaurant in Atlantic City worse than the Irish pub. <laughs> Chickies and Pete's. Food-wise, that's 100% not true. That, that, that I will agree. That is definitely not a true <laughs> statement. <laughs> there is nothing worse than the Irish pub. I hate how much you slander both the Irish pub and And Chinkies and Pete's on this podcast. A hundred episodes now of insulting my favorite places. I don't, I hadn't even been to, I certainly hadn't been to the Irish pub before the podcast started. So no, I mean, we were probably, you know, dozens of episodes in before we went to either of those places. Yeah. So that's the trip. I'll probably leave. I don't know. I think I'm going to take like a one o'clock bus. I think that's what I'm looking at. 1 p.m. Uh, so when you say way later than us, you mean... Like three hours. Marginally later than us. That's yeah, hours. Yeah, we'll just leave straight from breakfast, wherever that is. Yeah, so I'm going to be able to I'll get be to like lunch. like, Craig, I'm not driving you back. You need to take an Uber, because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go two minutes out of my way from here. <laughs> I believe you. So that's it. That's the trip. Maybe we'll have more before. Maybe we won't. It's not established. So this is episode 100. Do we have stuff to talk about? What's the plan here? We Um, had no plan for so long. If you want to reach out to us or anyone in our Facebook group, (laughs) you (laughs) can do Amazing. That'd be great. Yeah. Nailed it. It's over. It's over. Shut it down. We'll see you in Atlantic City in a week. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So we we started this and and we looked it up right before the episode started. It was November 21st, 2015 was our first episode. So I had a... uh, a one-month-old then. You just turned one-month-old. You had a, what, like an eight-month-old? Yeah. It seems impossible, because those kids are, like, old now.
1: They yeah. They walk, they talk. Oh, they yeah. They
0: can play sports and stuff. Yep. It's ridiculous. Yep. So, yeah, yours is over four, and mine is three and a half, three and three-quarters, yeah. And then we also have another uh, another kid, each of us. Yeah. We have two kids. That's a lot of kids. So... <laughs> When we started, Atlantic City had eight casinos, so no Revel, but yes to Hard Rock, although it wasn't called that, it was the Taj. Although, it, you said you say it was the first month that the Taj had AC's lowest gaming revenue? Yeah, so, so in episode one, we talked about Taj in October of 2015 having, for the first time ever, come in dead last in gaming revenue for a month since it opened in 1990, so... Not great for the Trump Taj Mahal. And and it, it is kind of weird. Like, we launched the podcast after there was a, whatever, 22-month span where four casinos closed and then a fifth later. So Atlantic Club, January 2014. Showboat, August 2014. Uh, Revel and Trump Plaza, September 2014. What a horrible three weeks or so, by the way, with Showboat, what? Revel and Trump Plaza all closing. Why would Showboat close in August? Why wouldn't they wait until after Labor Day at least? So they closed on August 31st. And, uh, okay. and my assumption is there's some monthly reason for that. Good, good enough, I guess. All right, fair enough. So, but I think Ravel closed on like September 1st. I, it might have been back-to-back days. It was very yeah. tight together, and then Trump Plaza closed like. Uh, gonna, like it was like yeah, the middle September. end of the month, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was it was dire straits, and we you know had a whole lot of episodes where we talked about. You know, is more stuff going to close? The state takeover, Red Atlantic City, the city going bankrupt and that kind of stuff. And and yet? We're out of the weeds on all that, I think, maybe a little bit. I mean, I don't. So we still talk about, is this casino going to close? We still have the city, which cannot run itself. It is the state that's running it. It feels more stable in my mind in that it's just the situation that it's been in since we started the podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) Whether that's actually stability or not is is unclear. Uh, So in episode one, the state hadn't taken over yet. It was just threatened. Because I remember talking about that a lot in the early episodes, way more than anybody other than us cared about. (laughs) Right. I mean, they did have a ton of oversight already, the state. Yeah. So the takeover was kind of just an extension of that. But anyways, what else? So Uh, why don't you talk to me about what, what we talked about in episode one? So a few things that were at the tops of our minds were T Street at the playground, which was something I was super excited about before it opened, but it had already opened and, and we had seen it and it was a total flop. So we ragged on it in episode one uh, and the news before episode one was that it was going under new management, which was maybe going to revive it. And we were excited, or at least I was excited uh, about the possibility that they were actually going to do what Bart Blatstein said T Street was going to be. Which, if you don't know what T Street was, it's the, what, second floor at the playground. and it was The gonna first be, floor. Well, it's going to be, what, a bunch of music venues slash bars to look like Memphis. And you would be able to just, like, pop in and out of each venue and grab a drink. And it was going to be really cool. And there was going to be tons of live music every night. And I think when a ton of people don't show up right away, you know, you can't book a bunch of music acts and keep all those places open. So it was just closed yeah, yeah. all the time the world's largest champagne cork popping. Oh, yes, they did that. on. So, uh, can't I think, take that away from them. I think we talked about that on episode two, <laughs> that they were planning for the Guinness World Record, which they nailed. Yeah, they got it. World's largest, largest simultaneous champagne popping. So since you music. are a responsible adult and listened to at least some of episode one before this episode, what else did we talk about? Uh, well, I mean, about the playground, we, one of the things we noticed was that when we went to see T Street, our beloved Trinity Irish pub was apparently resurrected in T street. And then we noticed, no, they just took the sign from Trinity and put it on one of the generic bars in T street. And that was when we kind of came to the horrible realization that they were just taking whatever signage they could get their hands on and putting it up for cheap. Yeah. And that this was all being done as half acidly as possible. <laughs> and yet yeah, it probably still took us another 50 episodes to realize the, Real plans that Bart Blatstein has for everything in Atlantic City. <laughs> I don't think 50, but uh, yeah, I think we still held out hope for a while. Uh, speaking of Blatstein, he owned Showboat. It was not open, and he said he was not rushing it to open Showboat. So, Oh, boy. But how disappointing was it when it finally opened? Yeah, Oh, boy. It was worth the wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like 20-plus episodes in, I think, where we talked about the Showboat finally opening and, you know everybody go check out showboat and then the next episode being like eh, maybe don't check out showboat. <laughs> oh i could book the showboat uh just it would be a oh boy total spite booking put put taylor in the showboat yeah you have to pay for it oh i could put taylor in the irish pub oh done <laughs> I'll, t- I'll pay half that bill <laughs> somehow i think if i did that i would be the one staying in the irish pub i suspect taylor would balk at that I mean, of our group of friends, I have by, like, a pretty huge margin, the lowest standards, right? Like, I'm the only one that would tolerate that. (laughs) Yes, probably. Uh, We should just book it separately and also have other rooms just to go see it. Although we could probably just walk in and be like, hey, can we see a room? (laughs) Well, what's what's the hourly rate? (laughs) Good point. Good point. You and I walk in together. Yes. Three I mean, of us, you, me, and Taylor walking together. Matching do-for-a-win t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so the other ownership thing is that Glenn Strab already owned the Revel and was floating such ideas as high-speed catamarans from New York City and a school for geniuses for what he might do with this shiny new $2 billion structure mm-hmm. that he had acquired. He had not yet combined the energy company uh, the structure, the rebel. Yep. The I remember talking about that when it, when it happened on the episode, yeah, on that the was podcast. two or three, I think it was pretty quick. And oh. that, uh, that was the big value add that he brought to that property. And, oh, and for sure. I mean, that was turned a profit. That yeah. Guy. It was a very good move. Oh, well, we also talked about a trip report for right before you had a baby. Mm-hmm. That was at that point, three months old. <laughs> Cause it was in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So we talked about such things as um, hair as showers don't drain, slot golf. So who golf. went on that trip? Was It It was me, you, Taylor, Dave, and Andy? Is that, that sounds, right? Sounds right. Yeah, we, we played some slack golf at the Golden Nugget. It was I think it was the first time we ever went to the Golden Nugget. So what I wanted to ask, since this was three and a half years ago, and we've given a little glimpse at what was happening three and a half years ago in Atlantic City, which feels like forever, three and a half years from now would be December of 2022. So do you have anything that you think will happen or you would like to see at the presumed episode 200 of Do for a Win in December of 2022? So I'm going to throw you for a bit of a loop here. I have another proposition for you. Denied. <laughs> I have a, a long list of things that I think maybe could or couldn't happen. We can try to assign some values for them. Maybe we can get a little action going on some of them if one of us feels the value assigned is ridiculous (laughs) okay i don't even remember what existing action we have on other things yeah no no one no one knows but (laughs) perhaps we can write that you have a less clacky keyboard so you can you can make note of our action somewhere okay so all right here's here's some things so i can do the first one and then you can give me one of yours and, and we'll see so what what are the odds that there will be legalized Drinking on the boardwalk. By the time episode two hundred comes out, which maybe it's probably going to be a little after December twenty twenty two. We were pumping out the episodes pretty quick at, early on. Okay, so I had this very high in my okay. list of things that I wanted. Oh, you, you had it. I said eighty percent. Yeah, I said sixty six, but uh, I think we're in the same neighborhood. Yeah, I think you're that's... saying four and five. I'm saying two and three. So yeah, I think that's good. All right. Yeah. No. No action there. Uh, okay. You give me one. I say. Hard rock and ocean both thriving which I think is a general thing that's how do you that's not measurable <laughs> uh, yeah okay let's skip that one Trump Plaza demolished and replaced by something better oh so oh, I had this I had the Trump Plaza end or I had the Trump Plaza and the Atlantic Club being demolished as two separate things so oh, you can't demolish the, the Atlanta Club well you refurbish so Trump- that to its former glory Kyle the Trump Plaza had a 75% chance that it was demolished. I did not consider whether something new would be there or if it okay. was just still an empty lot, which I think is a possibility that must be looked at. I think an empty lot maybe could be looked at as an improvement over the current yes. structure of Trump that's, Plaza. I said 95% true. for Trump Plaza Ooh. being demolished. I mean, that's it's pretty big. Are you going to give me 20 to 1 odds? No. 20 to 1 so you odds. you don't think it's 95%? <laughs> 19 to, to 1 i would give you i would give you 10 to one that's literally half of the confidence (laughs) that you originally had that's what yeah sure 80 percent or something all right i will give you i will give you a dollar if trump plaza is demolished and you'll give me 10 if it's not yeah kyle gets 10 if still standing yep craig gets a dollar episode 200 yep (laughs) yep done done first first bet booked. Okay. How about the Atlanta club? What What are the odds? We can, we can break this down to a few different. So I don't think Atlanta club's getting demolished. You don't think it's getting demolished. I had 25%. So yeah, no, I was going to say 20. 20%. Okay. So I don't think there's any action there, but, uh, so do you think it will be part of Stockton? I know they've made some overtures in the past. I know we've had a few, uh, you know, whatever hoteliers kicking the tires, or do you think it's just still going to be empty and sitting there on the boardwalk in so it's, four I think, years? I think Stockton is the most likely, but I don't think I have it as beating out the field. So I don't think mm-hmm. it's like f- over 50% that it's going to be Stockton. I would say it's like 30% okay. Stockton. And then like, I don't know, 10% a bunch of other crap. And okay. then like, like 0.01% a casino. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't know. What about you? I feel like it's hard to take action on this. Yeah, no, no, I don't think there's any action to be taken here. I think I would take the field over Stockton having it, for sure. But I think Stockton is the largest individual, like, percentage of yeah. for likelihood to buy it. Yeah, so I think that's that sounds good and right. Uh, I would say it's, like, maybe, like, 33% that Stockton buys it, like, maybe... 40-something percent that, like, somebody that's not Stockton buys it and 20 percent that it's just this depressing thing that's just sitting there and still abandoned. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, because if Stockton bought it, they would probably tear it down, right? Not necessarily. They could retrofit it. The rooms are big. They could do something to make it some dorms. Mm, maybe. I know they are just built a bunch of dorms there, so how many dorms do they really need? Yeah, don't know. Uh, let's go back to my hard rock and ocean thriving thing. Okay. I'm going to say... Put, put pick that, where they're going to be on the list, I guess. Of... So, so I think Hard Rock number two, but I think I have to go further in that. Because I, yeah, be, I think it has to be number two, but also I don't know how to put a number on it because I don't have the uh, the numbers right yeah. in front of me of, of what everything is. In, I mean, like, the... even number two, though, that's a bit of a surprise given, you know, trops really just surge during the whole time we've been doing this. and uh, That's true. You know, hair is still make some money too so So i'll just say hard rock number two for like you know Mm -hmm. the entire year for the most part of 2022 okay and ocean regularly breaking 20 million dollars a month (laughs) (laughs) like in the summer or (laughs) we'll say 250 million dollar a year okay so i don't have the spreadsheet in front of me we can pull it up we can we can see yeah, like where does that where would that rank it? Yeah, that's a good question. All right, so for comparison, the two closest to that, Caesars had a two hundred and eighty million dollar year in twenty eighteen, and Gold Nugget had a two hundred and twenty million dollar okay. year. Yeah, I like I like two fifty. Okay, so two fifty in twenty twenty two for for okay. I think that's doable. I think that's still pretty disappointing for them for yeah. the property. But do you have do like... you have percentages on on Hard Rock Number Two? What do you think? So Hard Rock, okay, so in 2018, number one was Borgata, $710 million, and number two was Tropicana with $339 million. What a huge so show. So about, about, it's like 45% of Borgata. <laughs> it's just amazing. So that's that's why I said you've you got to get a little more specific than that, but I, I don't think anybody. So what do you think, like like 400, 450, something like that? Uh, I don't know. I would go really low on it getting to 400 at tapping 400 million dollars. I think that should be what they're hoping for. So in 2022 let's say 350. How about this? Well let's do five bucks on an over under. We'll make it 375. I'll take the over. You're gonna take the over on 375 for hard rock. Uh, I'm a nice guy, Greg. Wow, okay. I think they can do it. I might be an idiot. Yeah, you're an idiot. So what about ocean? What's the over under on ocean? 250? Do you like that one? Do you like uh, the over or under?
1: Oh, yeah, that's it's
0: good. I would go over on 250 if you uh, want. Yeah. And should we up it? Maybe. So 275? Let me look at what they've done this year so far. It's bad. $15 million a month? Yeah, that's real bad. <laughs> that's real, real bad. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, it could also just be closed. Like, closed is like 25%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I would probably also take the over on 250. I'll let plan. you pick it. I'll let you pick it for 280. 280, you can pick either. I'll take the other side. I'll be, I'll be bullish. I'll say over. I think it's possible. I think it's a reasonable bet. All right. So I have remark- five dollars on the over of Ocean making two, two hundred eighty million dollars in 2022. And this is in the year 2022, this is, regardless this is of when episode 200 happens. Right. This, that's a horrible bet. This is no way that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> they had $90 million in their full six months in 2018. So. Like there could be four casinos in the city and they're not doing this. Anyways. Uh, that's, that's fine. The- I had a horrible hard rock bet. So we're, we're even, we're both. Yeah. Uh, we're both idiots. How about the? You're going to like this one a lot. Let's hear it. The odds that there's a real tenant in that toll brothers building on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> I said 33%. Uh, I'm going to go way higher. I'm going to go 66%. What? Yeah, I think it's going to happen. All right. Five bucks. You say yes, I say no. Done. Done. Okay. All right. (laughs) I can't believe... I mean, that thing's been empty for, what, five years? And just a real tenant means that whatever crappy seasonal crap doesn't count. I I will say it will be much better for you if trump plaza gets demolished yes, and they yeah. kind of extend the uh like the shops all the way to the boardwalk because that would make it a much more attractive place to yeah rent. although some stuff in the shops like the shops tanger outlets stuff's closed. yeah here they're not there. doing great yeah. i don't know how much of that it's just like who knows if a bunch of stuff signed leases around the same time mm-hmm. and they're running out and now stuff will just replace it quickly or whatever i don't i don't know anything about retail you're the you retail got, guy you- yeah <laughs> not, not really i mean i'm a real estate guy but come on retail rough. guy <laughs> the yes win. i believe they all signed leases at the same time <laughs> podcast with craig and retail guy <laughs> anyway all right you have you have anything else you want to talk about i've got a few more oh i've got some more uh yeah, um, go, go for it major renovation of the caesar's casino floor so so like what is major doesn't look like it looks now bally's casino reservation uh, renovation would not qualify yeah like because bally's are always like we've done a major renovation we've replaced the carpets which by the way i have to say that bally's carpet is the most amazing thing i've ever seen the wild west carpet yeah oh yeah the wild west carpet is incredible the one you sent me in twitter just art pure art i i really i'm gonna go inspect it i'm gonna take pictures of it and use it as my phone background i think (laughs) so good like some cowboy hats and horses and and chips gold chips i mean i I don't think we can bet on it given that major doesn't really mean anything but like a 10 plus million dollar innovation should happen probably i don't know like 50 yeah i said said 50 50 yeah (laughs) i mean if they were trying they would do it but the question is are they trying yeah, I'm really, I, I think we'll get a lot of clarity once and Tony Rodeo comes in and, and starts to yeah. make some statements about I would what their is in Atlantic City. I would assume they should try at Caesars, right? It would seem to be a ridiculous choice not to, but who knows? Yeah, so I, I really like to like the fact that it's Tony Rodeo and he has a street in Atlantic City, and maybe he would look at this and say, like, okay, I've got a very clear vision for what works here and what doesn't. Mm. And, like, Caesars is in. It works. Valley's. I don't know maybe we'll try some things and see how it goes and if not we'll reassess right. but anyways so, I, the other thing i had was filling out the dead space at the wild World west
1: oh like there's so like, do do you do. mean like
0: totally full like no more dividers anywhere yes yeah uh, but i'm not confident 50% I, maybe probably less i said 40 yeah, that sounds right. Like, 33. Okay. I so think we're on the same page. No action on either of those, but... No, no action. No action. Definitely right, so, so. something I would very much like to see, because it's it's funny going back to the first episode, one of the items was, Wild Wild West is changing and not for the better. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was all of the sort of, like, taking out games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, when we started going, I, I spent a ton of time at it Wild Wild West. Yeah, no, yeah. When we started going, it was and it was... No dividers, no nothing. It was full, full of it, games, full of table games. Yeah, just that whole winding area was completely bustling. There was five dollar tables. It was I don't know about bustling. Believe me, there's plenty of times that when you like turn that corner to the left, it's like oh, it's pretty empty. Back yeah, here. I mean but yeah, if you went back to like the Kino lounge and stuff, which I still love that area, Virginia City buffet. Yeah, and there were, and there were like dedicated rooms for video poker. Oh man, I loved the old Wild West. Part of it's just like that was my first real taste of of like casino town. Time and I, it, it's really also like all the tackiness and stuff I enjoy. I think we've talked about a lot, but so, oh man, I would love a, a return to Wild World West. Somebody should make like virtual reality Wild <laughs> World West in 1999 and uh-huh. I can go back and relive it. All right, so what are the odds, Craig, that the Bally's Park place is open and operating in episode 200? Oh, it's so tough. I think 60%. I think higher than that. I think 75%. Wow, you think so? Yeah, I, I'm, I've am i been surprised by... Well, I don't know. Lately, it's been bad. But over the summer of last summer, I was surprised at how it's kind of held its own despite the other stuff opening. Maybe now that that stuff's more established, it gets chip, chipped into more at Bally's. But All right. I I feel pretty good about Bally staying overnight. So I'll, I'll make you an offer then. I'll I'll do it at your original 60% cuz I'm a nice guy. So you get uh 4 bucks if it's still open and I'll get 6 if it's not. I think this is a good bet for you. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's <laughs> I I think so. I had it I had it as right around 60% for it to be closed. I put 40% on my spreadsheet. Uh yeah, I I feel bad betting on the fate of a casino. Yeah, but But look, we have to do it sometimes when you have the itch so i have some stuff some i have some stuff that i that you can't quantify well here let me let me let me ask a follow up question what what are the odds that a casino other than valley's closes down before episode 200 i think oh i think pretty good oh you think so because of ocean <laughs> <laughs> so I, i'm not i'm worried i'm worried about it so i think i think ocean I- so I'll, I'll tell you my number because you went first last time. But I, I had it as 33% on my spreadsheet. Oh, I was going to say 30. So I yeah. think I don't think Ocean will close. I think it will f- find a way to at least mm-hmm. stay afloat. But, I you mean, know, the downside is it's owned by a hedge fund. And if shit starts yeah. to go south for them, it doesn't have to go south for all that long for them to just pull the plug. So I, I think it's one of those things where, like, I, I expect it to stay open, but... Like, there's no scenario where it's, like, doing poorly and is still just like, uh oh, we can punch through and stay open. That's, so that's why I think it's more likely that uh, it closes, even though I don't think it's going to close. And I, I don't know. So no action there. One thing I have, Playground sold and redeveloped in some capacity, either, you know, cool. re- redone as a mall in some way or completely stripped and gutted. But Blatstein does not own Playground. Someone else owns it and is doing something else with it. I mean, it could be sold, certainly. Who knows how long Bart Blatstein's going to be around. But I don't, like, what do you mean by, like, something else? I mean, it's going to always be a mall. Like, will it be a more successful mall, maybe, in the future? Like, yeah, maybe. Who knows? But it's not going to, like, fundamentally change what it is, I don't think. Probably yeah. I think I just anyway, mean, it. like, so when I said redeveloped, I think I meant, I mean, I, it could have been completely overhauled, but even just mm-hmm. a more successful mall. So let's just say, non Blatstein owner of the playground. I, I really have no idea because it just depends on how much the market comes back. If the market is pretty strong over the next few years, I think it's a lot more likely than if it's not. If it's not, I assume he's just going to sit on it and keep it. Yeah, that's why I said 25%. Yeah, I think it's pretty unlikely, too. I, th- I think that sounds about right. So should we do the same thing for Showboat, non- non-blasting owner Showboat? Uh, I'd guess it's probably about the same. I think a little higher I'd probably showboat. even a little lower. Really? No, I would go higher for Showboat because I think Showboat's a more desirable asset. Okay. I mean, we can do, uh, I will give you, say 60 to 30, right? So two to one. Sure. So should we just say like, I don't know, six to three, six to three. So I get $6 if showboat is not owned by Bart Blatstein. Sure. And you get $3 if it is. Yes. See, it's, it's hard because I don't think it's a long shot and you do. Mm -hmm. So in this case, like we basically decided that you're the bookmaker. Uh huh. Right. Cause you could easily turn it around on me and be like, well, you have the favorite cause you think it's no, no. that's fine. All right. Okay. Bookmaker Kyle. That's right. So w- what else do you have on your list? So I, I, again, I have stuff that's not really gambleable. Like, um, boardwalk has more stuff worth going out of your way for like shops, restaurants, bars, mm. you know, things like the beer garden, the bungalow beer garden over by Tropicana, arguably the expansion of the land shark bar over at mm-hmm. resorts. I think, I think it's, I think it's going to get some of that gradually, but I think sort of it's still going to be mainly the peanut worlds and head chops and teacher chops of the world that are occupying that space. So I, I'm not very confident. I think like 5% <laughs> in terms of something really no, a noticeable overhaul of the boardwalk. Uh, it all comes down to that Toll Brothers property, man. You're right. Uh, it's the only hope so that's why so clearly the toll brothers property should be the bet, and we should just focus on that and there not, was that yeah. nice looking bar on the boardwalk for a while that neither of us ever went to that i am- think is gone now american craft yeah yeah so so justin s actually tweeted at me uh direct messaged me on twitter saying it seems like that's gone it's seasonal though so it may be opening late for the season but i i don't, I don't think I so about that. it opened in like late may last year so this one would be like oh. a week later but we'll see they also have not posted anything anywhere in since like october uh-huh. uh, or september whenever they closed so who knows we'll find out in a week Any? do you have anything else that's actually actionable because i feel like i don't i mean i have something but i gave it a zero percent chance of happening so. well okay so do you want me to run through my last couple things sure yeah, yeah. uh expansion of the walk of a walkable entertainment district beyond the boardwalk and outlets something like the orange mm. line is the start of that Uh, Uh, maybe, yeah, but I see how it's not actionable, but I mean, certainly we've been doing work on Tennessee Ave, so
1: hopefully
0: continues expanding. Going beyond that, the pipe dream, Bourbon Street on Pacific Avenue, super not confident. Yeah, that's, I know that's what they always talked about instead of doing drinking on the boardwalk, right? Yeah. So I said less, less than 1%, but that's the pipe dream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So what's your, what's your 0% thing? Uh, Well, so we already made this bet, so... But I said uh, a new casino built or in progress. I mean, we made the bet for a showboat opening a new casino. But even like what I mean is like beyond that, you know, we've got that nice property next to Bally's. There's a few more spots. You know, someone could tear down the plaza and build something new there. But I don't think it's going to happen. So it has to be it can't be like somebody buys Bally's. (laughs) No, no, no. It has to be new construction. It has to be a new casino. And whatever crappy thing they're going to maybe do at Showboat does not count because it's going to be crappy. And it's <sighs> also not going to happen. So, I think it's more than zero. I don't, uh, yes, I, I agree. It is strictly more than zero. I don't know that it's more than like two. No. <laughs> <laughs> but in the long term, I think it's possible, much more possible. I just don't think it's going to happen by twenty twenty two. I don't think that's three and a half mm. years out. I think it's maybe 10 years out. <laughs> Yes. So a 49 to one shot, according to Craig. (laughs) And I don't think that's a particularly bad line. So I'm not, don't, not interested in action. Okay. Uh, so I mean, the I mean, I I would be, I guess, if you would give me $49 if it happened, but I don't think it's going to happen. So I just lose a dollar for nothing. Right. So similarly, I said 10 successful casinos, 10, we have nine casinos of varying levels of success. Uh, yeah, do we even have, I mean, nine successful casinos, I think, would be <laughs> pushing it now. Right, for sure. Uh, yeah, again, I mean, there's no measurables on this. I wrote here 60%. I don't know what I was thinking, because clearly what? that's just wrong. <laughs> What's like I guess I thought Choba was going to open into do gangbusters. That makes no sense. I don't know. Clearly, it's not I will 60%. take whatever, however large that bet <laughs> is allowed, I'm allowed to make. I will take it. What's what's your uh, what's that thing you're talking about? About you know when you think you have the advantage, how much you should bet? Oh, the Kelly criterion. Yes, yeah, yes. What's your Kelly yes. criterion on this? I, a billion. Infinite. It would be like empty my savings accounts. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I must admit nine. But yeah, nine is more reasonable. But it's still it just depends on what successful is. Yeah. Anyways, so what there else There definitely could be nine casinos open though. What else do you have? Well so I've got I've got a bunch more, but they're kind of more unrelated and not necessarily stuff we can really wager on. I okay. mean we can, but let's hear. Them. So that was my Atlantic City related questions. I don't even want to hear anything that's not Atlantic City related. So, so now I have uh, trip related questions. Okay. I have a line here. Number of trips we go on together in 2019. I put the over under at three. I think two and a half was too low. Three and a half would be like way too high. So over. Really? You think? You think it's more likely that we do four than two? Wait, in 2019? Yes. Oh, I thought you, said you were going to say 20. I was thinking 2020. No, yeah. under. Yeah. I mean, it's it, going to be two. It's going to be this. It and would one be. It, it. It'll be three. <laughs> I. It will almost certainly be three. I think, but. I think it's going to be two. Yeah, it would be more likely to be two than, than four. So yeah, anyway, day trip in the summer would would uh, would could yeah. bump that. I, I think we'll go one more time in the summer. Yeah, that's a good point. And then we'll go in the fall for sure. Yeah, you're right. I think it's three. I think three is the right number. I'm so. on board. Yeah. So before episode 200, which hotel will you stay at the most? And I put hard rock for me, and I'm sure it's going to be hard rock for you. Yeah, so. hard rock. I mean, it, it has to be, right? Bally's. I mean, though, for me, certainly, which hotel did I stay at the most between Episode 1 and 100? I think it was Tropicana by, like, a ridiculous margin. Uh, Mine was Caesars, I'm pretty sure. Oh. I think I think I stayed at TROP probably more than the rest of the casinos combined. Maybe. Wow, really? It was a lot of TROP. It was a lot of West Tower in my life. Uh, no, Caesars, I think, was a plurality for me. I stayed at a mm-hmm. bunch of different ones, but... It would, it would be a plurality for me, too. But... Even... Well, you said more than all the other ones combined. Yeah, it's not actually. But <laughs> TROP should be number one. So here's a more general question for you. Do you think in, let's just say 2022, will we, and this is a nebulous question, be going to Atlantic City more than we're going now? And certainly now. Yes, you know, we absolutely. Been in six months. Like, sure. But let, let's let say like more than we went. In 2018, we went, what, four times? together i think think we we went went four i think we went four times the last two years 2017 you and i went one two three four times Uh uh-huh 2018 you and i went three times yep yeah okay so so you think we can beat seven over a two-year period maybe in like 22 23 yeah i think that's okay that's what i think no reason to be pessimistic about it no but we're not trying to be optimistic we're trying to find the real truth of the matter Alright, so, do you have any questions that jog anything in your mind that you wanted to ask about before I go to my next category? No. Okay, so... Moving on. Now, to the final category I have, and probably the final thing we'll talk about during the episode 100 extravaganza, podcast-related questions. So... I don't know. You might be able to tell me the number of guests that we've had with the two of us. So this is just guests when we were both on the podcast. Mm. I think it was five. I think it was Eric twice, Doctor Dave twice, and the AC Fan Expo guy. But it may have been one or two more. Does that sound right? Was it five with the two of us? So people with that came us. on yes. was just you or just me? No, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's I, a yes. future question. Yes, I'm I think it was sure five. Right. Yes. I'm going to feel real, re- really, really bad when we've forgotten someone. But. Yeah, and they're like, hey, I was on the show four times. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm pretty sure you're right. So it was five times then for this question in the first 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. I put the over-under as five in the second hundred. Over. What do you think of that? I think over. You think it's going to be over? Although, you, we'll you know, have the have last, like, on? 50... Gone. it's been like zero in the last 50 <laughs> yeah we haven't had any guess no it time. has literally been zero in the last 50 uh, it was five in the first 50 and zero in <laughs> the second yeah but I, no i would like that's something i would like to try to do more often all right so over five yeah i'm going over all right so then my follow-up question was the number of shows with only one of us which i believe happened twice in the first hundred episodes you and cousin Vito, and me and eleanor from Route 40 right. i believe those are the only two yep and they were both for uh, due for a win paternity leave reasons. Yeah. Forced paternity leave. So there's not going to be any more forced paternity leave, as we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so it, I, I put the over-under at, at point 0.5. For a guest that is on with only one of us. Yes. For a, an episode that only has one of the two of us. <laughs> so, so, so this is some inside baseball like inner workings that nobody else hears about. I think it's going to be over, because I think I'm going to want to talk to somebody that you're going to just be like, I don't want to talk to that person. <laughs> you understand by saying this that i could never not be on an interview episode with you now after this right perfect mission <laughs> mis- accomplished I, so i think both the over and the under are like very reasonable but i think in the case that it's the over like i could foresee a world where there's actually like a bunch of these episodes because like i think some idea is interesting and you think something is interesting and we'd like do it a few times Yeah, I mean, I would argue that that's something that we should try to do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it would be bad. But yet, at the end of the day, we're always just like, "Uh, I guess we need to record this week. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, if we were really on top of our shit and trying to be journalistic in some way, we would be Uh really going out and getting interesting guests on. Yeah, I mean, certainly we're not interesting, so we should probably be working on that. That's a good point. All part of our world domination plans. All right, so you you think it's going to be the over. That's your official guess, over 0.5. Absolutely. All right. And I'm not now never allowed to not be on an episode ever again. Perfect. All right. So in the first hundred episodes, I believe we had two shows that were recorded face-to-face. I think there was one in Hard Rock and one in Bally's. I set the over-under for number of shows recorded in person to five in the second oh, hundred episodes. Under. I think, you think so. I think it's going to be three or four. Hmm. I, I, I don't. You, think you gonna certainly agree it's going to be more than in the first hundred, though. Yeah, because I, I think it's that was something that we didn't do until later. So I think yeah. our recency has been a higher frequency. Yeah, and I think it's worked pretty well both times we've done it. I mean, I've I, had fun anyway. I don't know how I can make the argument about that, and then also make the argument that we're going to have more guests when I just mm-hmm. said the recency means nothing about that. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: But that's the fun of this whole exercise, Kyle. Just so, all right, my next question. In the first 100 episodes, we did not ever meet, maybe, do-for-win podcast MVP, Mike C., the first person who ever interacted with us in any way when we started the podcast, yeah. right? You told me that a little first bit person, ago. First person, ha- I have a spreadsheet that says some, like, firsts for the podcast, and one of them uh-huh. is the first person to let us know that they're listening, and it is Mike C. on Twitter. So... <laughs> unbelievable we have not met him will we meet him before episode 200 it seems unlikely you think he makes his way out to things he does but it hasn't happened yet okay so let me let me ask you another question so so (laughs) and we're also like hermits the number the number of podcasting events that we've been to in the first hundred episodes and by we i mean either of us i think it's just Zorkfest, and that's it the first one in atlantic city yeah so so we've met like you met Dr. Mike in DC, but that's not a podcast. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, that was not a podcast. But we didn't go to any sort of like VIMP. Yeah. We didn't do any of that stuff. No. Nerd Summit. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not a thing that I'm ever going to do because it is always the weekend of my son's birthday. So. So, so what are you you saying? An over and under? Over under? So, yeah, we did it once, I believe, in the first hundred episodes. Do you, do you think we're going to... Do it more, and I think it, it relates back to will we meet Mike C because that would be the place to do it at one of these events. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go full contradiction again mm-hmm. and say since I, even though I said no to the first question I'm gonna say yes to this. I think we're gonna do two or three. I, I think there'll be a few. I mean, certainly we we had bad luck during the last Gamble Palooza, which you know we'll see if there's any more Gamble But I think there's going to be some podcast events in Atlantic City. I think we will try our best to tag along and do it. I'm I'm optimistic about travel options freeing up as mm-hmm. kids become less of a pain to deal with for mm-hmm. one parent. Yep. So that's what I'm hoping All right. for. So how about like honest to God listener meetups? I think we had two in the first hundred episodes, both very early on, both at Bally's. How many do you think we're going to No, deal? we had the one Ed set up at uh, Golden Nugget. Oh, and the one Ed set up at yeah, Golden Nugget. Three. Yes. So I, at the dock, yes. yes. So we had three real... Uh, and it was kind of a listener meetup at Ocean that time too, right? Yeah, so four. <laughs> a listener meetup is defined as any place where I say, if you come, I will buy you a beer. Okay. That is, that is what the official ruling of what defines a listener meetup. So wait, are you buying anyone a beer next weekend? Yeah, if I see you, I'll buy you a beer. But a I don't think up it's a listener get, meetup because I'm not expecting time. to see anyone. So there's no set time. Uh, yeah. So what's, are you saying the over under is four, four and a half? Yeah, so it was what it was four in the first hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. That's my that's my. Take. If we do it, if we do more outings with other podcasters, so that kind of counts too, right? It's listener meetups. Ooh, that's a good point. But like, if we're just glomming onto someone else's meetup, uh-huh. it's not our meetup. It's not do for a win meetup. Like, you know, we can't go to Gamble Palooza and be like, "Welcome to this do for a win meetup." <laughs> Kyle, buy you beer. That's not how that works. Yeah, I mean, I probably would, but. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it has I've to be... I've been known to buy some buckets of beer every once in a while. So I think it has to be, like, Do for a Win as the focal point. Mm-hmm. Not Do for a Win and other podcasts. All right. So, you know, fine. that's how the world should work. Do for a Win is the focal point. <laughs> yeah, Do for a Win is the focal point, isn't it? Not, not these other podcasts, for sure. All right, so you think we're going to do less. Yes, but... uh, yeah. All right, that's, that sounds right to me. All right. So speaking of do for win is the focal point, I checked right before the episode, our episode allegedly, and no podcast statistics are, are accurate. I don't really think, but allegedly our episode with the highest listens was episode 90, which was titled ocean has been sold. It had 2016 listens to it, which is so actually what a fallacy th- because it wasn't sold. They just booted. Yeah. Bruce I Right. <laughs> May he rest in peace. Too soon. So, so, what do you think? Do you think uh, do you think we're gonna crack? Let's say uh, I don't even know what a reasonable number would be here for like Caius listens in the next hundred episodes. Twenty five hundred. Uh, that's certainly way too low. But too low. Yeah. Wow, you're an optimistic. I'd man. say like ten thousand.
1: <laughs> that's probably too
0: high. <laughs> like five k. Five k. Unlikely. I don't see it. Maybe. I don't know. Way under. You're such a pessimist, man. It's a huge... That would be more than doubling our listener base. Guess what? In episode one, we had zero listeners, literal zero. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) it's a good point. It's a really good point. We've grown infinite. Yes. And, you know, if you extrapolate, really, there's just an incalculable number of listeners to episode 180 or whatever. We... We the number will be between zero and 7 billion over yeah. off the charts. No, right. I don't, I don't think we're getting to 5,000. I think, think so? think, I think there's a cap on, you the think we've reached, we've are, reached the hard cap and this is, it. I don't think, think we've it reached is. it, but I don't think the cap is that high, Yeah, which is part of why we have not monetized. So I just, don't okay, so, so I, to be made. the next question I was going to ask is the odds we make a penny on the podcast between episode 100 and 200. We made $10 each. Oh, we did make $10 each, but that wasn't intentionally done. <laughs> yeah, to so we intentionally monetize anything? Yeah. So, so low. Uh, yeah. I put 10%, but I think that's actually way too high. Yeah, no, that's too high. I mean, I could see a world, maybe. No, I can't see that world, actually. Never mind. <laughs> so 0%, because yeah. you're going to I was going to say, I every... could see a world where we try to organize some sort of official gambling thing in atlantic city you know i don't want to call it gamble palooza or something like that but i mean even if we did that like i would try to do it in a way such that we still weren't monetizing it so yeah i mean it would either like yeah it would either be for complete break even or it'd be like a charity thing the the only way it would ever be monetized is if you vastly vastly underestimate our number of listeners and even then like i still don't think it'll happen so yeah no I, i just don't see how there's a big enough come on craig to make it worth it think about all those patreon dollars <laughs> that's a good point people are begging to give us money well, i bet if we started a patreon we would make at least like 20 bucks a month eight, eight, eight dollars an episode yeah that's probably about right yeah. 20 bucks a month that's that sounds, that sounds right i think that's right where we'd be at if only we were starting one we could bet on it all right. So, so do you have anything else? I have one more question, but it's it's got to be the last question. No, I don't have any. I don't have any other questions except for the news, you, which we can wait on. Yeah, the the news will wait until episode one hundred one, unless episode one hundred one is just a trip report. Then I can wait till episode one hundred two. But the final question, the one that has to be last, what do you think are the legitimate odds that we make it to episode two hundred? Ninety five percent, ninety eight percent, really, extremely high. You think so? Yeah, I mean, that's what let's I be honest. We are Atlantic City podcasters that have not stepped foot in the city for six months. <laughs> yeah, I, I was sort of wondering, like, it's been mostly every two weeks, but it's been like 15, 16 days the last few episodes. Yeah. So I do sort of wonder if, if people are like, these guys are running on fumes. Like, yeah. This is it for them. And and so my wife asked, like, did you ever think you'd get to 100 when you mm-hmm. started? And I said, I, I thought that we would be... I thought we'd get to 100, but it would be, like, really wrapping it up. Like, I thought 100 would be, like, eh, that's probably, like, about where this thing ends, where this road ends. But, no, I don't I don't feel any reason. I mean, I could see episode 200 being in, like, 2024 instead of 2022. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think we get to 200. So, really, 90 or 95 percent? Yeah, I think 90 percent. I mean, this is not something we can bet on, given that we are both kind of parties to the bet. <laughs> Right. And completely affect the outcome. And, and you are such that you would totally just be like, I'm canceling podcast. I would just be like, I quit. One, it's over. I quit. Yep. So nope. It's done. Give me my, it's give worth my the five bucks. $5. Give me <laughs> my five bucks. We won't monetize our podcast for 200 episodes. Give me my fucking five dollars. I'll cancel the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. I put it at 75%. So I think, I think 90 or 95 is too high. I mean, I think there's a lot of, like, who knows where interest will lie or whatever, but... Certainly now I'm, I'm still having a lot of fun. And... So so here's the long shot odds. What mm-hmm. are the odds that before we get to 200 podcasts, 200 episodes, we've canceled this podcast and started a totally different podcast about something else? Um, <laughs> I I don't know what that thing would be. I don't know how many interests we share that deeply in a lot of ways. Just minute um... by minute, the entire... Game history of Shining Force. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a podcast of we play Shining Force. Yeah, just over and play and over by play, like every Shining Force game, all the way from Shining in the Darkness for Sega <laughs> Master System. Listen to Craig lose at this battle like eight times in a row. <laughs> this battle, it's like easy mode, not right. even Ah <laughs> uh, man, hey Ben, it's not my fault. I want to use yogurt in every in every battle. Oh, nobody's gonna I, like that at all. I. uh it's not impossible that we start another podcast, but I don't think it would be at the expense of do for a win. Okay, interesting. We should do two, Craig. That's true. Two podcasts. We could expand our empire to make even more money than we're making yes. now. I think that's a good way to wrap Imagine up this. how much money we're making from our Chickies and Pete sponsorship and double it. It would be a crab fries podcast. <laughs> Ooh. Cheeps cheeps will ranking podcast every week kyle Kyle craig's crab fries podcast brought to you by chickies and pete's crab fries no every every week we each buy a 12 pack hosted in the crab fry studio some garbage some garbage (laughs) beer like bush light we pick a different one every week there's just tons out there and we give like detailed tasting notes but every week it's the same because all the beers taste the same yeah like this one tastes. Like, this, this tastes like water with like a little bit of pee in it. Yeah, <laughs> be like, yeah, that's that's what I have too. <laughs> I love it. Oddly, I've yeah, 10 it's, out of 10. Really, it's, it's pretty facet. good, but <laughs> could you use a little more pee flavor. Yeah, maybe or maybe a little less. Yeah, this one <laughs> tastes a little weedy. It's a little bit of wheat pee. <laughs> The guy that peed in this can needed to not be quite as dehydrated before he <laughs> <eat> did <it>, so. <laughs> wow. It's taking a turn. <laughs> so is that episode 100? I think, that's I think that's it. What else can we end on, man? Dehydration P. I mean, I feel like we <laughs> should thank some people. Mainly everyone who listens to the podcast. The yeah. People we should thank the most for listening to 100 of these damn things. I know. I, how many people have listened to 100? Very, a very, very few. few. Probably. I have listened see. to all 100, I have to say. So do well, I. I've listened to 99, but I will listen to 100. You should probably skip this one. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, everybody who listens, anybody who's taken the time to interact with us on Facebook or Twitter or email, uh, anybody who sends us stuff on Facebook and Twitter, I think, you know, all the people who all the people who send Craig things and get ignored. Yeah, that too. But like people who are in Atlantic City and, and think to themselves like, oh, hey, Serial Town's closed. I should let do for a window. Yes. Or this thing's opening. I should let you for a window. Like, those people are awesome. I mean, we mention them every week, all the, you know, Twitter and Facebook MVPs, as we call them. Yeah. Uh, man. You know, Mike C, we've mentioned, Mark C, Jim from New York, a.k.a. John yeah. WOV, Justin. Justin, Megan Kay, Snickers, Night Broker, AK Poker, a.k.a. or TripReports.com. But, but not Megan Kay because she posts on everything, AC. Instead. That's a good point. Uh, Ed, <laughs> for friend of all the podcasts, Ed. Friend of exactly. every podcast. Yeah, deserves Ed. mention. I hate actually naming people because I know I am going to forget people. But really, you know, anybody who we've mentioned in the past hundred episodes, it's like, hey, thanks for posting stuff on Twitter that we know about. John B. just recently posted about uh, the uh, Facebook all group. podcast MVP, John B. That's true. Um, so the goat of podcasts, we've mentioned all the people who have had us on their podcasts. Well, we know we mentioned all the people who've been on the podcasts: Eric Eric Rosenthal, David G. Schwartz, Eleanor Comley, Cousin Vito. Those are the people who have come on the show. PAC Fan Expo guy. Come on. People who have had us on. Travel Fanboy had you on. Vegas yeah. Confessions and had you. me on. Oh, yeah, you're right. He had me on all sides. <laughs> <here. laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I feel like it was uh, less notable than, than your appearance. Vegas Confessions had me on. Cousin Vito had me on. MacauCast had you on. Hunter, Han, mm-hmm. and Eric all deserve mention. Oh, yes. Hunter, Han, and Eric. Han, always the MVP of giving constructive criticism yeah i mean i think the like, goat at that there's just a ton of podcasts in this community and, and a ton of them that make the community great and really too many to name because i think there are literally too many to name but uh you know <laughs> no like literally there's too many yeah. to name. but i mean you can bet on that is like kind of the inspiration to us all i think uh currently there are the ogs like uh 500d vegas gang vegas tripping i'll throw a wizard of odds in there even though it's not a podcast but certainly C- certainly it was super important in our gambling upbringing yeah uh i mean i should mention every, anybody who's like come up and met up with us and said hi or encouraged us along the way like that's been extremely helpful and, and satisfying and kind of amazing to, to realize like people actually listen to us it is great i mean i've gotten some really amazing feedback from people on facebook and you know obviously given that we've talked about how we don't monetize which believe it or not all of the free press i give to chickies and Pete's they don't pay me for in crab fries, they give you crab fry coupons with purchase. Hard to believe. But, uh, you know, I, I've had some some very, very nice comments from people about just the podcast and about, you know, maybe changing the way they, they think about some some situations. And that's super awesome and important to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, worth, worth mentioning Joe and Barbara from the Everything AC Casinos group. Uh, for running that just massive Facebook group and everybody in that group who posted formative stuff. It really is a resource for me to, to look and find stuff that's going on because, you know, like we've mentioned, we haven't been to AC in a long time. So having a bunch of people there just posting constantly and saying like, oh, hey, I'm at this thing. I'm at this thing. This thing's open. This thing's not open why are the hours so crappy on this thing? Like all that stuff is information that I use in trying to fill out the agenda for the podcast. Um, But To the innumerable number of people I ban from our Facebook group every week for posting (laughs) crap that pisses me off. (laughs) No thanks to them. Um, (laughs) But I I, I think sort of the unsung heroes of the podcast, if there can be heroes for for such a lowly podcast as us, uh, is the reporters and the people on the ground in Atlantic City covering... Casino industry, gambling, city news. Currently, you know David Danzis and Nick Cuba at the Press of Atlantic City. Formerly, Ruben Kramer, who was there when we started this thing. Yeah, uh, Christian Hetrick, who was at the Press of Atlantic City. Uh, he, is now he, is he, at the Philadelphia uh, s Rosenberg from yeah. the from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Inquirer. Uh, yeah, Wayne sorry. Perry from the Associated Press. I'll mention Buzz keogh Absolutely. from Bill the, and Eleanor from the Press of Atlantic City. Just because mm-hmm. editors get forgotten all the time. Yeah, Eleanor and Bill from Route Forty. Uh, Roger Gross at Global Gaming Business. John Brennan, who used to be at the Bergen Record and is now at USBest.com. Daryl McEwen, Seven Stars Insight. Daryl McEwen. Mr. AC Casino. At a, drove at a, me and AC you monthly. from resorts to Caesars on a snowy day. Yeah, worth a mention. M- Mel Taylor, AC Primetime. Linda Cohen, BreakingAC.com. Uh, all the PlayNJ.com people, Steve Ruddick, Grant Lucas, all post good information. Um, yeah, I mean, all those people, like, there's no podcast without them because they're the ones who are actually, like calling up and and asking people questions and stuff like we don't have contacts we don't have a rolodex we can't call bart Blatstein and be like hey what the hell's going on with show showboat like that's just not an option that we have um you know frank morano who had me on like he is interested in ac he gets to have bart Blatstein on his show you know all these people are doing work that we can't really do because we have full-time jobs and you know lack of access so they definitely deserve major kudos and and thanks for for what we do because you know we don't have a show without them doing Mm. their work yeah but really I, th- I think for both of us most of all thanks to you guys for listening we wouldn't do it if not for you all and uh you know it's been a an awesome trip the last three and a half years and hopefully we are around until episode 200 and hopefully you all are as well yeah though now we know you think there's a 25 percent chance that we won't make it which is really sad yeah well deal with it 90 percent. <laughs> see see you think there's a 10 percent chance it doesn't happen it's way lower than 25 which is sad <laughs> that's true if you would like to reach out to us or any of our other amazing listeners, you can do so at Facebook.com slash group slash do for win, which as a reminder is where you post your Atlantic City related news. Not everything AC. <laughs> uh you can find all of our wonderful content, which is essentially just our podcast at doforwin.com. Links to stuff, you- man. There's links to stuff in the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. show notes. You can also get that from your podcast player, which you can use iTunes, to Google Play, TuneIn Radio, or whatever your podcatcher of choice is. We're not on Spotify. I should rectify that. Yeah, man. I need to fix that. What am I paying you for? Nothing. You're paying yeah, me nothing. Literally nothing. Literally me. nothing. Yeah. Uh you can reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for win or me at Kyle Askin, or you can send Craig questions at DoForWin at gmail.com. And again, just thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you at some point. And hopefully if any of you are around on Friday, really just uh, reach out to us. This is next Friday the fourteenth. Reach out to us and let us know and we'll we'll try to meet up, especially if you're in the north part of the boardwalk. Yeah, Twitter, Facebook, email, I'll get it. Uh, if I'm really you drunk. You won't get I a might, response though. I might be really drunk and not respond so just assume if you don't get a response it's because i'm you know yes just like all of the people who've been emailing for the last month craig has been consistently really drunk <laughs> and that's why he has not responded That's true it's a good point <laughs> all right thank you guys very much and we'll talk to you sometime eventually maybe never <laughs> have you listened to any of our early episodes oh my god yes listening back to them it's horrific no i i, I have not i before episode 50 i remember i listened to episode one no that's that a mistake but that is when i cared about the podcast <laughs>